Hey, Dog Walk listeners, you can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. All right, Bimang. Today is Tuesday. It is November 8th. Welcome to the Dog Walk presented by Barstool Sports here with Chief. Chief, how are you? I'm doing great, Ed. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm having like an eye situation and I can't figure it out. You got the twitches? No. Remember the other day I had I had the glasses. Last week yep. I had the glasses on. You did. Because I had the light sensitivity, which is not new. We've been talking about mm-hmm. this for a year now. I can't figure out the fuck's wrong with me. And now I like my eyes are watering. I bought some Claritin. I have a episode coming out either tomorrow or Thursday with Erica. Like a really nice sit down that's an hour long. That's pretty interesting. I think a lot of Barstool fans will like. And I look like a crackhead. It's unfortunate. You, you got the fall G's going? What's that mean? Just the fall allergies? I think so. Yeah. I hope that's only the case. Uh, maybe I'm just sick. You, you're, that could be the case too. Is it possible that you're just you're just a perpetually sick guy? No, I don't think that's the case. Light bothers you. You got <laughs> you got crackhead eyes. You need blue light. I don't know. You gotta we need like a we need like a full Breakdown. Kit. I need yeah. that 10x guy. We need to send you like the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> yeah, and be exactly. like, we, we need to run all the tests. The fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. But yeah, so so to answer your question, I'm not great, but we're going to power through. We're going to okay. give people a good, good show. Good. I like that. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Um, all right. Let's uh, get into this show. We're talking harp today? Harp. We ain't talking the beer. No. We're not talking. We're, we're not talking the beer. We always talk Miller Lite on this show. That's because they're the best. They are the best. Yeah. Um, but. Great tasting, less filling, yeah. 96 calories, all yeah. of that. <laughs> what, else, what else do you want to know about it? No. We're, we're, no. Not a sponsor today. Okay. But. Uh, we'll get into I'm the. Still gonna, uh, I'm still going to talk about it. And of drink course, it. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We will always talk about mm-hmm. it. But this is not the Heart beer, although I do like their logo. Yeah, nice. It's one. an Irish beer, the Irish Harp. Um, yeah, it's just a fucking harp. Is that like a, who plays the fucking harp? I don't know, but that became like one of the symbols of the Irish resistance against the English. Like the uprising was the harp. They used to like when they before they had like the green, the white, and the uh, the orange flag that everyone knows is ireland they had just like a plain green with like a golden harp on it oh wow and so that's where that comes from the guinness logo has a harp on there as well yeah it does and uh yeah i don't know do you know that you know if you're how about that it's all ever it's all about the fucking bagpipes that are the macho irish instrument people yeah get the harpers walking out bagpipes are fucking great though do you know have you seen irish dancers before yeah of course okay so I, i went to a wedding it's a big uh, deal around my yeah, parts. Uh, I'm sure you're yeah. you're a minority up there. I am. Yeah. Well, uh, there's, there's the talent, yeah. Uh, but so I went to a wedding o- over in your neck of the woods. This is the f- infamous Elton John night, and I didn't get any shit for not going to Elton John because I had a wedding. And um, <laughs> but you know why that they dance the way that they dance? The Irish dancers. Yeah. 
with with it's just their legs flailing about. Yeah, they're just kind of penciled against yeah, their legs. You're right, exactly. It's because the, the English had outlawed dancing, and so as like an act of uh, rebellion, they would do all these fucking jigs like behind a bar, behind a table, so they couldn't see their legs. So you look at them up top, and there's not a lot going on ah. there. And then b- below deck, it's just like a fucking free for all. Limbs everywhere. Oh, little fact. It's a good fun fact. Mm-hmm. So we're, we just celebrated antiquated uh, styles of dance. Yeah, that's what this episode's about, is it not? That was a good left turn, as our yeah. friend Large would like to say, though, mm-hmm. into our real yep. point of discussion about HARP. HARP. Okay, so HARP is an acronym. It stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. And this is a, a place that exists. It's a It's a... Uh, U.S. government-funded project. It was built in 1993 in Gakona, Alaska, which is just a little bit north of Fairbanks. So it's way the fuck up there. So you know where if you look at a map of Alaska, like Juno's like kind of down the coast a little bit of uh, um, British Columbia, then a little bit further north of that is Anchorage, Alaska, then the only other major city, quote-unquote, is Fairbanks, which is way up in the middle, and then above this is where this, this site is. And like I said, it was a joint venture to create this area between the United States Air Force, United States Navy, um, DARPA, which if you listen to the show yesterday, Chaps went into DARPA a little bit, and uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks operates it now. And this is one of those ones where, like, I read it, and it's like, okay, like, if you dig into this a little bit, like, I have a hard time believing that this is a conspiracy theory that if you do research that you can actually believe in because the things that they say that this site can do, if you look at it, it looks like a bunch of these electrical, um, like a power grid kind of station or like these like telephone poles type things. And and it's big. Okay. So it's 180 antenna, like in a square over an area and they're all kind of connected over an area of 24 acres. So that's like a it's a, a big area. So I think it, I think an acre is roughly the size of a football field. If I'm Harry, we need, we need Harry to be a Jamie sometimes, <laughs> and uh, so I think that's roughly that size. And I I understand why people would get all nuts about uh, this project because there is like some evidence and some like nefarious figures and mis- mysterious things that go on. that are like ah, something's going on there, but. This thing has been attributed with all sorts of powers that are just like will boggle your mind. People say it can control the weather, like weather patterns. Uh, people say that it is a cause for global warming. Uh, the president of Venezuela, uh, the former president, his name Hugo Chavez, who was like a big yep. enemy of ours for for a while. I feel like in the news, um, he blamed the earthquake in Haiti. Uh, apparently a huge earthquake in Haiti yep. in like 2010. He blamed uh, Harp for that. Um, Harp has been, um, people say that it can be used for like mind control, kind of like 5G in a way. Uh, they can make flights crash or disappear. Um, and it allegedly can set the atmosphere like on fire if you wanted to. So it was like, okay, like that sounds utterly preposterous. And then you read into it and you're like, okay, (laughs) like you guys, like, it's like, if you read a little bit, 
Um, and this is the thing that's like, it's a widespread conspiracy. It's not just the United States. It's like a thing that's all over the world. Like we said, Hugo Chavez did it. There was a, um, electrical facility on a farm in, uh, in Brazil that people were so convinced that it was another harp station that they like knocked it all down. So it's on tape. Like you could pull the video where these guys were like going nuts and like in the rainforest be like, this is a fucking, this is a U.S. government like thing. And then they knocked down these towers and it was just like some fucking farmers trying to like power his like equipment in his field. <laughs> but the people were convinced. And like I said, like they, like there just are like some of these, there's weird things. Okay. Like why the fuck do you have this uh, crazy uh, instrument location way up in the middle of nowhere, Alaska? What are you hiding? Okay. That's a weird thing. DARPA. So Chaps mentioned DARPA, and he talked about them as like this group that, um, like, was it the microwave group? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I was intrigued by them. Right. So this group. So DARPA is also an acronym. It stands for Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, and it's like it's like the, um, I it's like the research and development arm for the Department of Defense. So it's like one of those things where if you if you look online, it'll say their their annual budget is like um, it's listed at three point four billion. Okay, in twenty nineteen, that's what they said the annual budget was for DARPA. But it's also it's part of the Department of Defense, so you don't really like no one really knows exactly what the Department of Defense's budget is and where the money goes and this and that. So, but there are things that DARPA has done. I'm going to list them off just to give you an idea. Because if they're able to do all these things, it makes you think like anything is possible. So they had come up with these robots that they wanted to put out in the field. And it's like, man, like we're having this issue of like, how do we keep these things powered if we want to leave them out there for an extended period of time? And because the batteries run out, the solar panels are unreliable, whatever. They, they designed a robot that will eat plants and then use like organic matter organic material to power the batteries that are in the pl- that are running these robots so like that's i haven't heard of that before uh so that's fucking crazy they had come up with a way to basically if you're in a forward position in afghanistan you ever seen the uh movie documentary called restrepo restrepo yeah it's about these guys fighting in afghanistan i don't believe so so um and there's a few ones like this where I'm sure people have seen it where they're where they're you're out on the way forward edge of the line. Okay. And you're trying to set up a station and you're digging out um, like latrines. You're digging out like um, basically a foundation to be able to build shelter. Okay. And build barracks and things like that and build it like a fort. Right. And when you're building those things, that's when they like, at least in that documentary and other ones I've seen, that's when you're getting attacked like the most because you're still pretty vulnerable. You're on the far edge of the line uh, and you're you're basically there doing construction work. And then every couple hours you're in a firefight. So they designed this thing that was like, we're going to be able to have 3D printing of like basically entire uh, buildings. So they've done that. They've done uh, lab grown blood. So they figured out a way to like synthesize how red blood cells work in a lab. So it's like no longer do you have to like rely on, you know, blood transfusions and blood transplants and all that. It was like, no, we'll just make it in a lab. Fucking crazy. Um, spy bugs. Okay. And these like you can find these online too. There's like these little like insects 
that you can use to spy on people. And it made me think of the guy who's like, yeah, birds aren't real. Okay, have you seen the birds aren't real guy? I, I I'm I'm familiar with. Okay, him. so like it's like a it's like a mockumentary conspiracy or a mocku conspiracy. I don't know what he wants to say, but it's like this kid like runs this whole thing called birds aren't real, and it's like kind of funny. He's like, oh, CIA got rid of all the birds, and all the birds you see are just like these mechanical uh, spy devices. Well, like birds, pretty real. I killed a turkey. That thing was alive, guaranteed, until I got in, tr- in front of it, and then it was dead. But the bugs, like people, they have made these like spy bugs that they just float out there. Uh, brain implants for PTSD. Okay, you ever seen the movie uh, with Denzel called Manchurian Candidate? I'm very familiar with it, but I've never okay. seen. There's it. like this scene where they like he's in like a dentist chair almost, and they drill into his skull. And then they just drop in this implant. And they're able to like control his brain with it. Not that that's what this is, but like they're working on brain implants. Uh, like a Neuralink, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. I'm very afraid of Neuralink. Uh, a nuclear powered spaceship. It's uh, you're gonna have to get it, and you know it. I'm not getting it. I'm you're not ha- getting you're it. You're gonna have to. I'm not getting it, man. You're gonna I'm have not, to. No, I'm not getting that fucking Neuralink. Not gonna do it. I'm getting it. Why? You're gonna have to, dude. Who says who? You're gonna get lapped. That then I'll just be a. I'd rather be a bum with my own brain. Um, flying submarines. So you've seen like these. That's like a lot of the. What do they call UFOs now? UAPs. Have you heard of those? Yeah, they like change the it's name. It's ATP, aerial threat, uh, or a, something with a threat in it. It's okay, like ATP. I don't like that. I feel like the fucking toothpaste is out of the tube. Change the name on UFOs. Well, yeah, and I, so I think that's one. I think UAP is one too, and it's like I started seeing that on the internet. Yeah, that's, I'm like. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yeah. I know. I know all the acronyms. Okay. That. All right. So that so <laughs> they got those two things. Okay. Um, well, this, I just googled UAP. The first thing that came up was most UFOs are Chinese surveillance drones. Not great. Um, but they c- created these flying um, submarines. So it was basically this thing, and this has been something that Navy pilots have reported, where it's like they have these crafts, and then they just go sh- underwater, and it's like, well, they're fucking gone. Like, what happened to those? And so I'm wondering if this is just like, you know, and they don't know what it is because they don't have the clearance, but they see these things that are hovering around, flying around the air, and then they dart below water. That could just be a DARPA project. So DARPA, it's like anything that they're involved in, let your brain run wild because that's what their job is, is to let just to, they're basically the science fiction arm of the Department of Defense. Was an Eisenhower Eisenhower, Project, huh? he he created DARPA. Yes. Okay, yeah. So I I didn't know that, but you're yeah, a big the, Eisenhower guy, right? Dude, I love the interstate highway system, <laughs> and I love defeating Nazi Germany. If you don't love those two things, then I mean, how do we you gotta not do love an Eisenhower, Eisenhower episode? We should do an Eisenhower one. I know. I remember you like one time you like started talking about Eisenhower, and I was yeah. like, damn, I'd love to know a lot more. About we should. When's his birthday? About Dwight D. Uh, his birthday is 1953, January 20th. All right, let's do it for his birthday. That'd be nice. Come around after the holidays. Jan 20. Yeah. You know, no, that's when, excuse me. That's when he was, hold on, hold on. I hate the presidents because it's always fucking yeah, a million in office born, days. Born October 14th. Uh, 14th, yes. Yeah. We just yeah. missed it. Sorry, yeah. my apologies. Yeah, we'll, just have, we'll just do it on inauguration day or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I love I love Dwight D. He was also like a big-time football player for a minute at West Point. Yeah. He blew out his knee. Um, but, yeah, Eisenhower, the best. And I guess he did DARPA, too. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. 
Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. All right, let's hop back into the episode. And uh, so DARPA has been around forever. And then so they built this thing up in Alaska in 1993. And they operated up until I think um, I know that they were supposed to like Congress passed a bill saying that, yeah, we're done with DARPA in like 2014 or something like that. So they were winding it down. I'm not exactly sure the, the status of it of it now, but it's been like this ongoing thing. And it's run by, like I said, the University of Alaska anchorage and vice news did a a piece on it maybe i don't know three four years ago and they show this like i mean she looks like a fucking librarian and she just answers the show oh hello this is universal alaska fairbanks and it's some like nut job calling in from you know lower continental united states being like i know what you guys are doing up there and she's like sir like i'm I'm, my name is gertrude and i work for the (laughs) university of alaska and she's like yeah like they call at five in the morning because they're way behind it's like a big it's like really annoying problem and like they block numbers and this and that so it's like this it's like this crackpot kind of conspiracy theory and it's a thing that it's like well it's got to be harp 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 and you see like people people really blame a lot of natural disasters on it when there was like crazy flooding going on in germany that was like a trending thing oh this is this is because of harp uh, and it's like this international, everybody around the world is like this, something's going on with this fucking harp and you're like mind control, weather, uh, fucking, you know, altering communication, shutting down communications. Like what is this thing can just do everything. And then you're like, that's fucking impossible. Like throw it away. And then you read more about it. Okay. And it's basically if you read the patent, Okay, there's this guy who worked for a company called Arco. Uh, his name was Bernard J. Eastland. And he was like a physicist who worked, you know, for the government. He's an MIT trained. He's a he's a brilliant like nuclear physicist guy who has had other like uh kind of big projects where uh they were able to take like nuclear waste and repurpose the nuclear waste into another form of energy. Like he's he's a brilliant guy. So he came up with this HARP idea. And he filed a patent and got the patent approved. And the patent is what he got patented was both the method and the equipment for alt. And this is like in the patent report, altering a region in earth's atmosphere, ionosphere and magnetosphere. Now I tried to understand what the ionosphere was because I kept like, if you read through this harp, ionosphere, 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 and I was reading these things and I even saw like another thing be like to really understand harp, you have to understand the ionosphere. And I tried my, it's beyond me. It's like something out in space. And if you look at like Aurora Borealis, that's like the sun is like, it basically comes in you have like this type of atom and then it splits in the ionosphere and that's what creates like light and gotcha. heat. But like how it actually, where it actually is and how, I don't fucking know. So like yesterday in layman's terms when White's Ass Dave tried to tell <laughs> yeah, me to watch yeah, a yeah, Civil yeah. War doc to explain I, it to me. I need like the physics in layman's terms. Gotcha. Okay. So I, I can't personally like explain it if someone wants to go and look or, you know, sometimes we have like physicists and like 
other like experts in their field will like DM us. If you're one of those people and you know how to explain the ionosphere to a moron like me, I'm all ears. Um, but that's basically what, what they, what they said. So this guy in, so in that patent, he's like, I can, you know, it's for altering a region in the sky basically. And in the patent, it claims that it can disrupt communication around the planet and between satellites. Uh, it can disrupt the path of, and this is just like in language, like legal documents and a patent. It can disrupt the pla- the path of ballistic missiles. So, you know, Russia sends a fucking nuke. Uh, we'll just blast it in the ionosphere with our fucking heart machine, and it'll go somewhere else and not New York City, theoretically, or just redirect off into space. Um, it can create a lens effect. So... It's basically it's shooting these radio waves, concentrated radio waves up into the sky and it's altering and disrupting like the ionosphere. And it's like this process can create so much. And again, all this is like written in the patent. It can, it can disrupt this ionosphere so much that it's almost like a magnifying lens where the sun's rays go through like you're zapping a fucking ant with a magnifying scope. Okay, so like you can let that much energy get through the ozone layer and all these magnet, everything that deflects a lot of the sun's damaging UV rays and everything. You can kind of like blow a hole in that temporarily and get that stuff down. So it would be a global warming thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it has all these different things that it can do that it says it can do. And then you're like, well, fuck, it's the they must be doing it. Okay, so then you but then you like read further and it's like, okay, so that thing, what I say, it was 24 acres. Yeah. In order to, like, actually apply the science um, to make all these things go forward, you would have to have this harp not be the size of 24 acres. It would have to be the size of Houston. It would have to be literally the size of Houston to have that much power to cause these effects. So it's like, in theory, like this patent could do all those things. But it would have to be like this enormous thing that yeah, like bigger, bigger, and and it also like you just couldn't do it, and then it would take so much energy to power it. It would take a hundred gigawatts, and again, I don't know shit about gigawatts. Fuck. I know that you needed one point twenty one to travel back in time. So if they're a hundred times more than that, um, Doc Brown on the clock you, tower. Exactly right. <laughs> yes. Fucking electric bolt of lightning. So otherwise, it just doesn't work. And uh, so getting 100 gigawatts to power this thing the size of Houston to blow a hole in the sky, essentially. And then um, and that so that would be 27,700 times more energy than the than the harp in Alaska currently uses. And that would also be 9% of all energy used in the United States for a year would just be to power this station or to impact the weather and do mind control and all this shit. It would take, it would take 9% of all of our energy that we use in the United States every year. So it's just one of those things. I don't think that you can hide. So it's like, this is, it just gets like preposterous and it can't possibly be in use for all the things that everyone says it's in use for. And like I said, it's just operated by, University of Alaska Fairbanks and they are studying things and it does like they've been through this. They've been able to have like better communication with uh, um, deep sea subs and they have a better understanding of like how energy travels through the upper atmosphere. If you're trying to send satellite images and it's had like some real world benefits through studying how that works, but it just like, and in theory, if you made this mega one, 
it could fuck everything up like the patent says, but it's just like you could not power it. So, yeah. but it's like if you just skip that part, you're like, well, they fucking did it. Yeah. And so it's a very interesting thing, and I understand where people are coming from, but it's like we we would fucking know. Yeah, you can't yeah. hide something the size of Houston. I don't think. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. And you can't use nine percent of all of America's energy on it. This is off topic, mm. but you said submarines. Yeah. I think I'd rather go on a submarine than go to space. Is that crazy? I have to think. Why do you say that? Dude, I don't know. I'm just so intrigued. Like, if I'm able to see shit, assuming I'm able to see, like... No, there's no light down there. I know, but, like... You want a glass-bottom submarine to look at darkness? Well, like, I want, like, a good fucking... I want technology to make, like, good lighting down there. Okay. Like, a good... Have you ever seen any, like... I want fucking Buffalo Bill's light to see... (laughs) To see what's going on. Have you ever seen like U five seven one or uh, Hunt for Red October or anything like that? I've seen Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks. No, f- uh, from Titanic. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like those to me, like, and I'm not a person who gets like claustrophobic. You want to know how simple and stupid my brain is? Why? I want to go to space so I could do like the float around astronaut thing where everything just floats. And yeah, just that'd be no. That, see, I don't think that's simple at all. That'd be fun. Yeah. It you don't think fun. though that'd be like to get under there and just be like fucking see, like see there's just, just I, to see what the fuck is up. I mean like I think that I don't want to get Moby Dicked and get swallowed up. Yeah, so like I'd Pinocchio's. like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that'd be fucked. Yeah. That'd be fucked. But I don't. There's just the idea of just being like I think Pinocchio? I'd rather die in space. Yeah, like like float off and just be like, and you just essentially just suffocate or explode your eyes pop out or something. But like the idea of having something go wrong and your sub just like sinks to the bottom of the ocean and then you're just trapped down there waiting to die yeah. that's i give me the instant death i get the logic is fucked because i've said before how terrified i am of the ocean and i think that's the worst way to dive because how dark it is yeah and like especially like underwater caves fuck that um so much of the fucking the well <laughs> the, imagine know, sea life like it's yeah so like, imagine like you're just like your engine goes out and so you're, you're just, just like and you just sink Okay, but your lights are on, okay, because you still have battery power or something. So now you're just like waiting, like fuck. And then eventually your battery power runs out. All the lights in the sun. Fuck you, dude. Don't do that to me. (laughs) So now you're at the bottom of the ocean, complete darkness, and then you start to get cold. And I think eventually you're just going to probably go so crazy that you'll just pop the lid of that thing. But you won't be able to because there's too much much pressure. pressure. Yeah. Give me outer space death. And then well, you're like the guy I, who died in space. See, that's fucked up, though. You instantly think death. Like, I'm saying, like, if everything goes right. So, yeah, I, st- I think that's stupid, too. At least in space, you can look at stars. You can look at the Earth. Yeah, but they're still, like, you know, they say the ocean is, like, yeah. very unexplored. Totally. You know? Yeah. Because it's, like, it's impossible to get down there. <sighs> just picture that, dude. You could just see what the fuck's going on down there. Have you have you seen fucking those? see Shackleford's fucking they route? Found, they found there? it. His route. They found the boat. Yeah, but his like route. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Antarctica and yeah. shit. Oh, like ah, uh, yeah. I see what you're saying. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, It'd be crazy. Dude. It would be crazy. It's also just like those. I think the scariest creatures on the planet are those fish with the crazy teeth that can light up at the bottom of the ocean. The electric <laughs> fish. Have you seen those? They're yeah, like translucent, and then it's like that's I, I even if I'm in a sub, I still don't want to see that. Yeah. So, uh, give me give me outer space. I'm going with uh, Bezos or 
Musk. I don't know, dude. Sub's pretty fucking cool. I mean, like, hey, Ed, we could probably figure out a way to get you on a sub. You think so? I think so. I've I heard- bet you there's, like, uh, what's that Navy training place up in Lake Forest? I bet you, you can... They bet you they have training subs. Yeah, up there. well, they're gonna like put me in a fucking pond in like Six Flags. You know what I mean? No, no with all due respect. That was, uh, yeah, where the Navy SEALs train. And every what chap say? Everybody who ever does basic training does it there. Okay, that was a joke. Ed hates Red Ed hates the Navy. That's a joke. <laughs> so, that was a joke. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we'll be at There's fucking. Been what's like the Fox sh- like? What's that bar in the middle of Barley? Yeah. Or what's it called? Barney's Island. <laughs> I do think that there's been a shit ton of uh, shipwrecks in Lake Michigan before. Oh, yeah? I'm pretty sure. Like back in the day? Even like kind of. Recently? 1,500 shipwrecks uh, and 6,000 total in the Great Lakes. They get crazy storms and swells. And yeah. you know what a sice wave is? Can't say that I do. It's just like a tsunami tidal wave like fucking out of nowhere in the lakes. What happens? Yeah. How often? I don't know. Once every 15 years. And you just get swallowed up. Dude, you're sleeping on fucking submarines, dude. I I want no part of submarines. I I don't like the idea that I can never get out. Like, even if I die in space, I'm still like, yeah, but I hope like the AC is fine and shit. In space? Yeah, but like, you're not getting out in space, so you're still restricted by a big ass helmet. I don't like that idea. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like you're not like free balling out there, dude. You're not a space guy, though, right? Like you don't watch space movies. Like what's the? Uh, no, not really. Like Armageddon's my my. Yeah, Armageddon. It's like the height of my. But space. you never saw Apollo thirteen. What's yeah, the I, one I, with Clooney? I truthfully have no interest in space movies. Just don't care. It's the last frontier, man. It's the last frontier. Until until fucking submarines are the new until deal. we build a until Atlantis we find Atlantis down on the bottom of the ocean just wait just dude chilling some smart guy is gonna be like hey dude I, I share your passion for submarines you know what I would love to do though have you what? seen I, those uh, like luxury hotels in the Caribbean where you can go on like a water slide and you go underneath yeah. like, the coral not talk to me about that or they have like the whole rooms that are on the bottom and so you're just like down with the fish and then you're sleeping and like that seems awesome to me that's what I mean a guy died though doing that what he proposed to his uh, he proposed to his wife underwater he proposed to his girlfriend underwater and he held his breath too long. What do you mean you're in like an enclosed glass dome thing? Like yeah. you're in like a glass yurt. Well, yeah, he just didn't come he, up. Oh fuck! Yeah, very sad. She died too. No, she was inside the room. Oh, and he like he like surprised her, so she was like laying on the bed. And he went outside and he jumped in the water and he like, you know, and he was like, hey, you like open the ring. And he, uh, she like, he never, he didn't make it. Yeah. It's very crazy. Very sad. That is sad. And it's totally uh, didn't have to and tell myself not, way, to, yeah. not to laugh while you're telling that story. Well, that's a, just a, just an absurd story. I thought I was going somewhere else. It's okay. Yeah. It's not your fault. It's not. It's not serious. It's not funny. It's not funny. Um, all right, that's it, Chief. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. That's it for today. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. I, I don't know if Erica's airing tomorrow or if it's airing on Thursday. Um, everyone's out of town. We're recording this the weekend before, so I don't know. I'm in New York right now. Yeah, you're in New York right now. Everyone's gone. It's just literally me and Harry. Um, so I don't know what the schedule is going to be like for the rest of the week. I don't know if we're going to have a free swim or not. So um, keep your eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Uh, that's it for today. We will see you tomorrow.